You guys are in for a treat today. My good friend, Brittany Scarlett Stevens, is an attorney, public official, and now a published author. Brittany recently published her first book, Smyrna Spotlights, Journey Through Local Smyrna, as a way to encourage, educate, and inspire her community and readers across the globe to support local businesses as much as possible. Her writing has landed her on national stages, presenting on legal topics for small business owners and creative entrepreneurs, including legal issues in influencer marketing, federal trade commission guidelines, contract law, and website terms of service. As Brittany will share in our interview, she is just a small town girl that wants to make a big impact. For those of you that are looking for a copy of her book, you can find it on Amazon. You can also find it as an ebook on Kindle, Apple Books, Overdrive, and Barnes and Noble, as well as some of the local places that are featured in the book, which is really awesome. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. I'm super excited because I am sitting down with one of my childhood best friends, Brittany Stevens. She has an incredible backstory and is working on some really phenomenal things right now. And I can't wait for you guys to hear a little bit about what she's been up to. So thank you so much for sitting down with me. Well, thank you so much, Becky. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so honored. So you recently published your first book and that was really exciting. I was able to go to your book launch and just celebrate that with you. And I would love to kind of hear a little bit about that. And when you realized that you wanted to go on this journey of writing, writing this book. Yes. So it's called Smyrna Spotlight's Journey Through Local Smyrna. And it's just been an absolutely fascinating and amazing journey. And so just to give you a little backstory and why on the book, this, the book idea came to me back in February, 2021. I really hated seeing what was happening in our country and on a global scale from this pandemic, as far as so many small businesses were being hit really hard. A lot of small businesses, they were struggling. Like many of them, unfortunately could not survive this pandemic. And I'm a lifelong resident of Smyrna and friends a lot of the locally 
owned business or a lot of, excuse me, a lot of the local business owners. And as I would go into these stores and these businesses, just I could see the stress on their faces and they, some of them would be in tears. You know, we don't know how much longer this is going on, but we, we don't know if we can survive this. This is really hard. And that just really, you know, it is just really devastating to hear that. And I thought, you know, we can't let this happen here. We, we pull together, we take care of our own here. And so I really try to think about, okay, I'm just one person, but maybe I can do something. We, we just cannot let this happen, not here, not locally. And so at first I started posting on Facebook, my personal Facebook page, spotlighting some of these small businesses, really just as a way to encourage people to support our local businesses as much as possible. And I would share about my experience, you know, what, what was so special to me about these businesses. And that really took off. I got a lot of, you know, people started calling and texting me. I really love what you're doing. I love these posts. Please keep these posts coming. You've inspired me. Now I'm going to start going to these local businesses. And that was really great. And so I posted a few more and I actually posted about our dear friend, Tony Rihanna, who of Tony's shoe repair. He's an awesome shoe repair. If anybody needs any shoe repair work or luggage or leather repair work. And I posted about him on Facebook again, just really telling, introducing people to him that may not have been familiar with him or his story and something incredible happened. That post ended up being shared over, I think about 40 times and it got hundreds of likes and it ended up the local newspaper reached out to me and they're like, Hey, can, you know, we really love this post. We want to do a story on this gentleman. Could we use your content? And so we, we went back and forth and he ended up on the front page of the newspaper. And it was really incredible because that drove a lot of sales to his business. And so after doing this several times, I realized, you know what, we might be onto something and it's, it's really great to post about these businesses on social media, but you know how social media is. It's very ephemeral, here today, gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, what if we did something that would have more of a positive, lasting, long-term impact? And so I thought, you know what, what if, what if I could put out a book really just as a way to celebrate some of our small businesses and really as a way to dig deeper where people can learn all about the businesses, the business owners, you know, kind of the face behind the business, yeah. so to speak. And, and so what's so amazing about this book is we have more than, as I mentioned, more than 45 locally owned businesses all throughout the book and it's in interview format and it's all in their own words. That's to me, that's what's so special about this book. Mm -hmm. And so they share all about their backstory, information about the business. So as far as, you know, what goods and services they provide, they also really go into some of the biggest lessons they've learned, the why behind their business, how they got their start. And then they talk about some of the biggest challenges they've faced. And then they really hone in on that local theme. What does it mean to support local? And why is supporting local so important? Because to me, I think that it's so important that people understand the why behind these businesses. And if given an opportunity to support a local business versus maybe a big chain to really try to be more intentional about supporting mm -hmm. the local business. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Uh, that is so inspiring. And, you know, I personally remember following you as you were sharing things and I kept thinking like, wow, this is really exciting. And so many of the places you, you know, were posting about and, you know, I would see a picture and I would think some of them I was very familiar with, but there were many that I had never heard of. And I think what's so exciting about this book was that 
you know, many of us were introduced to companies and individuals who we didn't even know existed before it. And I think that's just really incredible that you gave these small business owners a platform to just kind of get their name out there and also probably network with each other as well. So that's pretty, pretty exciting. Yes, that's been one of the most amazing things from putting this book out is that I keep hearing people say that I never knew some of these businesses existed, but now after reading about them, I'm going to go to their business because I was so inspired. And it was so fascinating because, as you mentioned, we had our book launch party in October. It was a lot of fun. We had a private event for all the small business owners were invited, and we had it at the train depot in Smyrna. And it was just amazing because it was really, it's just a way to celebrate everybody that had any part in this book. And it, it was just, I mean, you were there. It was just a very, mm -hmm. I thought it was just a very magical evening. It, it was really was really amazing to see people that have never met one another before mm -hmm. become new friends. Because if you look around, I'm, I'm convinced that so much of the growth that's taking place in our area is thanks in large part to these small businesses. Mm. They're dreamers, they're visionaries. Mm -hmm. They have really set the tone for our community. And I just think that if we can find a way to, you know, get all these folks together, then who knows what could happen. So that oh, was man. really special. Yeah, for sure. It was an incredible night. And one that you should be proud of. You were it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm so glad that you were there. Yes, I know, <laughs> of course. So you mentioned you kind of went on this journey of recognizing that after the impact of, you know, everything that was going on in our world with the pandemic and, you know, just in general, I think the busyness of life, you were kind of realizing that our local community was suffering and you wanted to do something about it. But even maybe before that, did when did you realize that you wanted to be a writer? Was this the first time or have you been kind of dreaming of, you know, publishing a book before this? Yes. So I am a voracious reader. I, I identify as a lifelong learner. I love to read. I read between 50 to 100 books a year. Wow. Nonfiction. <laughs> no, I nonfiction, books on business, personal development, mindset, habits, all the things. And Growing up, my parents took my brother and I to the library, and I have such fond memories of going there, and we got to check several books out a week or go to the different programs and whatnot, and reading has always been a very prominent part of my life. I mean, reading has had such, reading and literacy have had such a profound impact on my life, and so growing up, we read a lot. Our parents read to us a lot when we were little bitty, and which was, which was really fun, but after I would say after I got finished with law school or during law school, I didn't I didn't quite read for fun quite as much because <laughs> I had quite a bit of cases to read. Oh man, I'm sure. So I um, kind of shelved that. No pun intended. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was a really lame joke. No, it was, <laughs> it was funny. I love it. I love it. Um, but but so after you know once I started practicing law and I was a baby lawyer, I started reading again. I picked the books back up. And, you know, reading for me, I mean, especially during that time of transition, I, I found that, you know, so many, all, I mean, I'm convinced that all of life's answers can be found in books. Mm. And I've always had such a high regard for authors. All, these books, many of the books that I've read have given me so much insight and wisdom 
And as woo-woo as it might sound, I feel like in some ways, many of these authors have been sort of mentors to me, even though I might not have ever met some of them, but they've definitely provided so much value in my life. And so I thought, you know, maybe, maybe one day I could be an author. Maybe one day I could make an impact on somebody's life, just as many of these authors that I've had the experience of reading their work, you know, maybe I could do the same. So Oh, I love Definitely that. I hope to publish many more books throughout my lifetime. That's awesome. Very cool. You mentioned that many of these authors had such an impact on you. I'd love to know, like, who are some of your favorites and what do you feel like? Do you have a few books that you're like, this book changed my life? I, oh, my goodness. I can talk books for hours. But each January, I have a set of books that I like to read just as a way to start my year off on a positive note. Some of the books, for example, are The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. I don't know if you've ever read that book. It's it's an amazing book. You you definitely anybody have. that I need to get it. Yes, I highly <laughs> recommend it. It's a it's a book that I gift quite often. It's an amazing book. I like to read The Four Agreements. That's an amazing book. I like to read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm. Um, let's see. I like to read. The Miracle Morning. Yes, that's a great one. Oh man, yeah, there are some of those books I actually haven't checked out yet, so I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to place an Amazon order. I think when we when we finish talking, but I'm curious too because you know I've never written a book, and I think many people listening would would love to hear a little bit about kind of the behind the scenes, like what kind of research did you do, you know, or just in general, like how long do you spend researching before really beginning the process of writing or just what does that look like? Yeah. So it's definitely, it was definitely a very interesting process, but so I mentioned this idea came to me in February and of course we had that big snow week, the big snowpocalypse week. Oh man, yeah. (laughs) I remember that. Yes, yes. And so that's when I really hit it hard and I thought if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. And so that entire week I pretty much sat in my office and just worked on this. And so I sketched out, you know, I, I wrote everything down as far as, okay, what do I envision for this book? I made a list of businesses. I really started researching these businesses extensively. For me, it was really important to have businesses. You know, I didn't want to only have restaurants or only have X or only have Y. I really wanted a diverse and eclectic range of businesses, you know, just to showcase to people that we would pretty much have a local option in nearly every field. And so for me, it was really important to showcase that. But I also really wanted to spotlight some of the businesses that were visible in the community, the ones that gave back, mm-hmm. the ones that participated. Because, you know, whenever you read through one of the questions that I really prompted the business owners to respond to is just kind of their community involvement. And time and time again, you'll read through and they share about all their community involvement. So, for example, several of the business owners, especially the more local legacy businesses, We've been a sponsor for the Rotary Club Fish Fry for 18 years. Wow. And and you'll read that all throughout the book. Oh, we support Friends of the Library, or we do this, or we do that. And so to me, as a citizen, as a consumer, that's so important. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, you know, hopefully will pull on people's t- heartstrings to yeah. where, just again, just to be more intentional about how they spend their money. Well, I think most of us in general love to support um 
you know, a company or a person or just, you know, be a part of something where it's bigger than yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and you're people who give back, you know, have that kind of uh, community involvement. Uh, so I think that's really exciting to, I haven't finished reading it. So I'm excited to read more about these businesses that you featured. Yeah. And I mean, you know how it is. So many of these small businesses get hit up all the time. They get, they're the ones that show up and sponsor people's, their children's little league games, oh, their yeah. teams. They're the ones that sponsor so many of our nonprofits, our community events. And so for me, I really, that was really important for people to see that. And hopefully that would resonate with people, again, just to be more intentional because they get hit up a lot. And mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard to have a small business. And yeah. so we need yeah. to be sure that we're supporting them as well. Yes, for sure. Yeah, especially in today's, you know, social climate, you know, with so many people um, shopping online or um, using social media, I think it's important to, you know, still reach out to some of these local uh, business owners. So you work full time and adding something like writing a book (laughs) kind of seems like that's a daunting task. So I'm kind of curious, like, what did it look like for you uh, throughout this process? Yes, so I do work full time. So I had to be very intentional with my time and as efficient as possible. So for me, how this process looked was I woke up every morning at 430. (laughs) 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 So I woke up at 4.30 every morning and I worked on this book. I worked on it for an hour, however long, and then I would go about the rest of my day. So something else I did was I did a lot of dictation. Mm-hmm. So I I wore the dictation app out on my phone. Anytime mm-hmm. something that I really wanted to go back and research or anytime I thought, you know what, this would be great to include, I would just stop what I was doing and make a note of that. And then I'd go back. I would call business owners on my commute to and from work. I, uh, whenever I was out walking my dog, Hey, I've got this idea for a book. Here's what it's about. What do you think? Would you be interested in men? And I would just do that. back because again, I really wanted to mm-hmm. be as efficient as possible. Of course. And even as I would go to patronize these businesses, I would ask on the spot. So for example, I'd be going through the food line at breaking bread, which is an amazing home home style home cooking southern food restaurant in Smyrna and I would be going through the food line and I mean just boom you've got to cut right to the chase I've got this book idea here's what it's about I would love for you to be a part of it what do you think and you've got to move fast because anybody that's ever been to Breaking Bread oh yeah they (laughs) know that that line is long and it's long for a reason because the food is so good and so you don't want to you don't want to cause a traffic jam so you (laughs) had to spit it out and get right to the point and just bam 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 that's what I would do too. I would go have lunch at these places and just kind of have that face-to-face interaction. Waking up at 4.30, honestly, like I, I really enjoyed waking up early. I was, most mornings I was ready to wake up and work on this project. In fact, some mornings I was so excited. I would just wake up at three o'clock ready to go. No alarm clock. I'm just ready to go. I'm just so excited about it. I'm sketching out ideas. And so, yeah, it's, Definitely, it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun as well. That's awesome. When this idea of your book came to you, did you, you know, know any authors or have any friends that had already, you know, published a book that you could, you know, reach out to and connect with just to kind of help you throughout this journey? Yes. So just to back up a little bit, 
prior to Smyrna Spotlights, I actually had been in the process of working on two other books at the time, oh, which fun. I've I've actually scrapped both of those. <laughs> they will never see the light of day. Um, but so I started, for example, one book was about legal issues and influencer marketing and mm, FTC yeah, guidelines yeah, yeah. and things like that. And I was telling my dad about it one night and I noticed he, it looked like he had something in his eye. Well, he kind of was, I think he was kind of falling asleep a little bit. So I thought, <laughs> if my own parents aren't interested in hearing me talk about this, then this is probably, it's not the right book. But so whenever Smyrna Spotlights came to me, something very interesting and very serendipitous happened. I actually met a local author and so his name is Zach Bohan. And this, it's actually a very, it's actually a really funny story how we met. It's a very long story. So I'll have to say that for another day. <laughs> but we actually met at a local coffee shop that's spotlighted in the book. It's called Bella Vista. And I kept seeing Zach over and over. And I could tell he was somebody creative. I mean, I could just look at him and tell, hey, this guy, he's doing something really important. I don't know who he is or what he's doing, but I feel like I need to meet this person. And so long story short, we ended up meeting and we finally got together and we met in November and we finally got together in January. We just met at Bella Vista on a Sunday afternoon and we just talked about books for two hours and we became really great friends. And so I started bouncing some of my ideas for sort of spotlights off to him and he, he's been great. He's been one of my biggest cheerleaders, my biggest advocates. He you know, he's done so much in the self-publishing space. He has more than more than 30 books, fiction, oh, wow. nonfiction. And he's had a really great book called Three Story Method, which I read that book. It's a great book. Anybody that's thinking about writing a book definitely needs to buy a copy and read it. But yeah, he, you know, he would give me advice, give me some pointers, tell me books to read. So anytime he would say, hey, you need to read these five books. I would read those five books wow. and I would say, okay, give me five more books to read. But no, he was really great. And so that's why whenever we had the book launch party, I'd not tell Zach I was going to do this, but I wanted to call him up to the front and just acknowledge him because yeah, I remember you doing that. Yeah. Because you know, he, Zach is at a level, I mean, just to give you an idea, he's, he, he has several podcasts, but they've had people like James Patterson and Matthew McConaughey on his wow. podcast. So Zach could have, you know, turned his nose up at my book ideas. Oh, that's a really cute book idea, but I don't have time. He he never, he was never like that at all. I mean, he's just been so great. I mean, honestly, he's now one of my best friends. I just think the world of him. That's awesome. So, and it was so interesting because one of the books that Zach recommended that I read is called You Must Write a Book by Honoré Quarter. Honoré is actually a Tennessee gal as well. Cool. And it was an amazing book. Again, that's a book I highly recommend anybody that wants to publish a book someday and Zach really talked a lot about Honoré and said oh my goodness you this woman you two are so much alive you are literally the same person you know I and he, he was friends with Honoré but I read her book and I actually got to meet Honoré at a conference and awesome. she was really just a really awesome lady I mean she's a she's published more than 50 books she's a best-selling best-earning author she's a strategic book coach. She's given a Ted talk, but she's, wow. she's a really awesome yeah. boss lady. <laughs> and, but so I got to meet her at that conference and we got to go have, we've actually had coffee several times wow. and she's kind of become a, you know, a friend. So she's, they've both been just really awesome people. Wow. That's amazing. And it's, 
I think it's pretty phenomenal when you kind of put yourself out there and you're open to trying new things, the, the people that you'll meet along yeah. the way, you know, and that will inspire you and have connections that could help you. So yeah, how fun that you just happened to <laughs> meet him in a local coffee shop, right? Like what mm -hmm. a... What a like magical moment in a sense, you know, to pay tribute to your book. Yes, it's it's just been so amazing. And which is why Bella Vista was definitely a big inspiration behind the book. She's got an amazing story. But whenever it came time to publish, I, you know, like I said, Zach sent me all kinds of resources. And I, I think I ended up reading about 20 books on how to publish a book. Yeah. <laughs> and I listened to probably hundreds of podcasts whenever I would be out walking my dog or doing other things. But still, it's, it's there's a, a significant difference between reading a book and publishing mm. a book, oh, as you I'm might sure. imagine. Yeah. But so whenever it came time to officially publish it, I felt like I could probably figure it out. But there was still a part of me that I I wanted to make sure. So Zach was kind enough to meet with me. And so we actually met at Bella Vista, where we first met. And we uploaded everything and we hit the publish button. Oh, wow. Where we first met. So. I love that. Yeah. That is so fantastic. And like, what a cele celebration. I'm sure you guys had to have a celebratory coffee yes. <laughs> after that. That's awesome. I love that. That's really cool. So let's talk a little bit about the book launch party. It was such a fun night, but for those um, people who did not get a chance to um, come to it or didn't really know about it, maybe share a little bit about that. That was so much fun. Yes, it was such an awesome night. It's one of those nights I think I will remember for the rest of my life. I still just get the chills thinking about it. It was just so magical and special. But yeah, so we had it at the, train, the historic train depot in Smyrna. That's definitely a central focus of the book and just of the community. And we had we ended up having about 60 or 70 folks there. So I was blown away. I had no idea what to expect. But it was great because Joe West of Joe's Custom Cakes and Catering brought him the most beautiful cake. Oh, it was gorgeous. It was basically a cake that looked just like the book. And she brought on all kinds of beautiful cupcakes. And she's... I mean, she is the cake lady. She does yeah. a phenomenal job catering. Delicious and, and very talented. <laughs> yes, she's an amazing lady. And and then Barbara Potter of Barbara Potter Photography mm -hmm. brought in a really fun photo booth. She was amazing. She did my author photos. She is just amazing. I cannot recommend her enough. She is an amazing photographer, amazing lady. And we also had a violin player to kind yes. of entertain everybody yeah. while we mingled and talk, you know, talk book and whatnot. It was so, what was, I think what was really special is seeing people with copies of the book mm. and seeing them run back and open their book and say, there, look, there, there's our business, there's our business. And then seeing these business owners that have never met each other, going up to each other, taking selfies, pointing to their particular spotlight. That was just, I mean, it was just so surreal seeing that. And, and because this book would not have been possible without these business owners. And that's why I just, I, for me, it was just all about, I just want to have an evening to celebrate, not just the book, but small business in mm, general. This yeah. is, you know, this is our book. This book would not have been possible without these business owners. You know, I just really appreciate them believing in this project. It meant so much to me because the onset of this, I knew that if we could all come together and join forces to pull this off, I knew we could create something amazing for our community, something that we could pass down for generations to come. 
but I knew that I had, they, they all, we, we all had to do it together. It couldn't just be about me or it couldn't be about five businesses. So we have 47 small businesses represented in this book. Wow. And I'm just so proud that we now have these stories and, and something else that's really special about this book is that just about all the business owners submitted photos. You know, it's just so funny as I think back, whenever this idea first came to me, as you can imagine, when this idea first came to me, I it kind of navigated several different ways. And one of the things that I was really hung up on is I knew I wanted some photography featured throughout the book. And so at first I thought about maybe having professional images for each business. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know, this book is really all about bootstrapping because as small business owners, you have to bootstrap. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, what would be even more special would be if these business owners submitted photos that they feel best represent them, best represent their business photos that they're most proud of, rather than me sending in a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. You know, I told them, I want to catch, I want you to submit photos that you're the most proud of. I want photos of you in your natural habitat, so to speak. But for me, this book is all about, I want people, I want the reader to get to know the business owner. And so it's really awesome just to go through the book and read, not only, you know, read their stories, but also see photos that correspond. So it's all in their own voices. That's their own voices and their own photos. So I love that because you really gave a voice uh, to these you know, individuals and businesses that maybe otherwise, you know, aren't being heard or weren't being heard. And not only that, but giving them an opportunity to leave a legacy, like you said, to just really pass down to others and educate, you know, not just their family, but people in our community on just how they can get more involved and support more local businesses. Now that you've had this experience of publishing your first book, I would love to know, you know, if there's anyone out there listening, what would you say to someone who is, you know, has it on their heart to publish their very own book? I would say go for it. Why not? So many people want to publish a book or launch a podcast or do creative things and they let fear or other, you know, other things hold them back. But I say go for it. This book has, it's been an amazing journey. It's opened up a lot of doors. I've met so many more incredible people that I, none of this would have happened had it not been for this book. And, you know, there's, there's so many resources out there that you can get, turn to. Again, go to the library. If you don't, if you've never done, if you've never start, done a podcast, you've never published a book or whatever it is in your particular field or interest then just go Google it. I mean, there's there's so much free information out there, but you have to go and seek it out. It's not going to fall in your lap. But for me, you know, I, I, like I said, I read, I think about 20 books about just various aspects of self-publishing. I listened to a lot of podcasts and I read a lot of articles. I read people's, their blogs, their websites, and there's so much information out there every day, you know, and so for me, it was really important that whenever I first started this journey to write down, okay, these are my goals. This is when I want to achieve, you know, X, this is when I want to achieve Y. And I stuck to that list. And it's so interesting because I actually looked back at my list a few nights ago and I hit every one of those goals. Oh, wow. And, but it's all about being intentional and it's just all about just having that 
learner mentality and just knowing that, you know, if you're willing to learn, then you can definitely achieve your goals. And of course, you know, you've got to work really hard. Yeah, for sure. I That's usually what I tell people when they reach out to me and ask me, you know, how I've been able to do X or, you know, Y or whatever. And I usually tell them that a lot of Googling yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just um, being consistent, like you said, and showing up regardless yeah. of, you know, what obstacles arise. I think that's, yeah, great advice. I love that. You know, it's that that saying, you know, it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. You know, how do you Mm -hmm. eat an elephant one bite at a time? That's right. So for me, it was every morning at 4.30, I would wake up, I would do a little bit that morning. And over time, it's kind of like compound interest. Yeah. Every day, every, it compounds. Right. And so eventually, whenever it comes time to hit publish, you know, some days it feel it may feel like, oh, I didn't get enough done, or oh, I feel like I didn't, you know, what for whatever the reason may be. But if you stick, you know, stick to it, if you stay consistent, mm-hmm. then every day, eventually you yes. will see the results. All the results. Yes. Yeah, my team always <laughs> they they know if anyone on my team or the people that I coach is listening, they know I always say consistency compounds. Yes. So even if you feel like you're not seeing results, right? Like you yes. can't go to the gym and yep. exercise twice yeah. and, and be like, why yeah. am I not in well, shape? And that's another excellent book that I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this. I don't think I mentioned this for my books that I read. January Atomic Habits by James Oh yes, Clear. it's an amazing book that mm-hmm. I just highly recommend everybody but basically he talks about that every day you strive yeah. to get one percent better and over time that compounds and mm, yeah your habit, I tell you your habits and your systems are so important yes 100% agree what's next for you and you know are we going to be seeing more books or you know I'd love to hear a little bit about um any anything going on behind the scenes Yes. So it's so funny because I like to say right now that I'm incubating. I have several ideas that I'm working on. I, I've been approached by a lot of people that they're wanting to know when Storm Spotlights Volume 2 will come out or <laughs> they want one for their town. So that's definitely something that who knows, maybe we'll do some more of that in the future. But, you know, I'm also I, I love nonfiction, of course, that's pretty much all I read. And so right now, one idea that's really been kind of percolating and gnawing at me is working on a book about obstacles and excuses people make as as to why they can't design the life that they want Mm -hmm. and so I think I would write it in such a way that it would almost be kind of like a letter to my younger self Mm -hmm. because I can remember whenever I was coming up through the ranks and when I was new to the workforce I knew that I wanted to do a lot. I wanted to do a lot. And also that also encapsulated some creative ventures. And so you can have a traditional career, but also do something more creative on the side or vice versa. You can completely change career course and do more creative work. But I think sometimes we let our excuses or obstacles hold us back. And so I, I think I would want to, or I would want to do it in such a way that it's some of the lessons that I've learned. Well, I feel like so many people would benefit from that. I mean, I really do, myself included, (laughs) you know, I mean, even now, you know, I think we all are guilty of um, just life getting in the way, you know, we're all so busy. So for sure that it sounds like something really exciting. Well, I think you should definitely write a book. So I've learned so much from you and I love what you're doing. You are definitely crushing it and you've been a huge inspiration to me. And again, you're one of those people that 
you wanted so much more for your life and you made some changes, you took some big risks and it may have been uncomfortable or I'm sure it was very hard at first and probably scary. And you probably, maybe you wondered what would would people think and it's things like that that people (laughs) let get in their way. Yeah. And, but now look where you are now. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. That's really sweet. We'll let everyone know like where they can follow you and, you know, purchase your book. Yeah. So I am at Brittany Scarlett on Instagram and as far as where people can purchase the book. So it is on Amazon, but if you live in Tennessee, if you live specifically in the middle Tennessee area, several of the businesses that were spotlighted sell it at their businesses. So I would love for you to go to those businesses in person and, you know, buy the book there, meet the business owner And while you're there, maybe you buy a cup of coffee or a meal. But some of the businesses, it's at Carpe Cafe, let's see, Gilze's Hardware, Gennardi's Homemade Ice Cream, The Salt Barn, Legacy Wine and Spirit, Bella Vista Coffee Shop. And it's also at the Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce and the Visitors Bureau. So there's several places here locally where you can go and purchase the book. Awesome. So it's, it's so it's been really fun. I love hearing from business owners as far as people coming into their establishments to purchase the book. And actually what a lot of people are doing now that I'm hearing is people are buying the book, say at Gil's Ace Hardware, and then they're going to all the business owners that are spotlighting the book and asking them to sign on their page. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's really, so that's really special. Again, I mean, I need to do that. (laughs) Yeah, well, again, I mean, these business owners, especially the last few years, they've just really been through it. And Mm -hmm. even pre-pandemic, it's, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to own and operate a small business. Yes. And the businesses that are in this book, I mean, I would say 98, 99% of them are brick and mortar businesses. Yeah. And it's just a really great way for these business owners to see that, you know what, as a community, we support you, we celebrate you. And we want you to succeed because that's what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, man. I love that. This book has just been so, I'm just so proud of it. I'm so proud of all the business owners for joining forces and coming together. And something else that's really awesome about this book is that we're donating the net proceeds to some of our local nonprofits here in Smyrna. That's awesome. And so, for example, some of the net proceeds have gone to Friends of Smyrna Library Carpe Artista, I really love what they're doing, and they're definitely Mm. a major focus of the book, and Alert CDC. Wow, I love that. That's so awesome. It sounds like this book would be perfect for anyone who is already an entrepreneur or looking to start their own business and just needing some advice from people who have truly paved the way before them. Oh, definitely. And let me just say, too, even if you don't live in Tennessee, this book is full of so many practical life and career lessons and really stories of inspiration from everyday people like you and I that went for it. They faced adversity, they overcame obstacles, and they ultimately found success. You'll get to hear from some of my friends that are spotlighting the book. So some of my friends like Harley and Julia over at The Social Nutrition, they are full-time 20-something-year-old college students at MTSU that went for it. And they launched a successful business, and they're proof that you're never too young to go after your dreams. Or how my friend Sam Rowe of Designs by Sylvine quit her 9-to-5 cushy corporate job at a top Fortune 500 company to open her own art studio. And now she's the number one distributor in the United States for some of the glassware that she makes. And you'll get to read all about that 
She shares how she self-taught herself how to do all this by watching YouTube videos, subscribing to email lists, reading books, and how you can do amazing things as well. It's just it's so inspirational. We also have the CEO of Smyrna Ready Mix share how his parents started the business in their backyard with hardly any money. And now they're a mega, mega multi-million dollar business doing huge things all over the country. So you'll definitely be amazed and inspired by these people. And there's definitely something for everyone. Well, thank you so, so much for being on here with me. I, I feel like I'm inspired by everything that you've done and that you're doing. And I'm sure that if we had all of the local businesses that were featured here, they would just be, you know, have so much gratitude for what you have done for them. And I personally am really excited to see what's next for you and um, just to follow your journey. I'm super excited. Well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast. This is so exciting. I've had a blast. And I love what you're doing. I'm just constantly inspired by you and amazed by you. And same, I can't wait to see what all you end up doing. And I'm here, I'm cheering you on and I'm cheering on our small businesses and I can't wait to see what everybody does. Yes. Awesome. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.